Hello, beautiful people. Today, we're diving into a topic that affects many of us, our relationship with being skinny, losing weight, and being smaller than we currently are, the obsession with being smaller than we currently are. We're going to explore some underlying reasons behind this obsession, and I'm going to give you three tips, or I think four, maybe it's three, I don't remember. I have it all written down here. So I'm going to give you a few tips to help you stop obsessing and thinking about food all the time, and this will help you focus on your relationship with food and develop a better relationship with food, which is literally where the magic happens. So you probably thought I was going to go into a big rant about how society, marketing, and the media are all to blame for us being obsessed with losing weight and being skinny. And while, yes, this is totally true, it's no secret that society places immense pressure on us to conform to certain beauty standards and body standards, this isn't new information, right? You know this, you've heard this time and time again. And while yes, I think it's totally wrong when we see body types trending through the media, like the heroin chick body or a hyper-masculine male body, when these bodies are all trending, I mean, bodies really shouldn't be trending, plain and simple, but they do. And I wanna talk to you about how our personal, how our personal obsession with losing weight or being skinny is coming from the amount of value that we place on our bodies and it's our responsibility to recognize, okay, something is wrong here, this isn't healthy, I don't feel good and I need help. With that being said, of course, I want you to look good. I want you to think that you look good. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to like what, you're, what you see but I also don't want you to think about it too much. I don't want it to occupy your thoughts all the time because there's so much other stuff about you that is way more important and is way more important for you to actually work on developing, which will then have a snowball and cascade effect like on your body and what you look like and will naturally improve your body image. Why do we place so much value? So going back to the original question, why do we place so much value on what our bodies look like? It all comes from what we're surrounded by. And yes, this goes back to social media, media advertisement. And I said I wasn't going to talk about this, or this is what I thought you would think I would talk about. And the influences that we're surrounded by. But let me tell you this, it's not going to change. We unfortunately live in an image-based society, and especially if you work in yachting, it's definitely not going to change, but maybe it's getting better. Maybe there's a little bit more body diversity being included in advertisement, but still the normal is to portray an incredibly beautiful woman with a great body as the ideal female physique, right? Or a muscular male with a chiseled jaw and beautiful pec muscles as the ideal male. And in yachting, a size eight is probably going to be hired over a size 14. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. And so I'm going to say this again, it's okay to want to look good in a bikini, but it's not okay. What's not okay is the level of obsession that creates a lower self-esteem, lower self-worth, lower self-value of yourself and diminished joy, self-criticism and an unhealthy relationship with food if you don't 
look like that. If you're scrolling through social media, I'm giggling because it's just so true and I can so relate to this as well. I know how I used to be. If you're scrolling through social media and looking at super fit bodies and super beautiful people and comparing yourself and you feel inadequate and you hate your body and you're starting to do weird things like fasting or skipping breakfast or not eating bread, desperately trying to avoid the snacks cupboard or the pantry, this is your sign that the one thing you need to change. The one thing that you need to change is how you are affected by all of this. Because there are always going to be people who are prettier, people who are fitter, people who are skinnier or better than you, and you cannot let this affect your self-worth or your self-value, and you cannot let you, you cannot let this tear you down. So if we can't change the body image-based society that we live in, it's getting a little bit better, yes, but what can we change? So we can change how these images and these external influences influence us. I talk about this a lot with my clients in my online program, Finding Food Freedom, that we need to almost develop a coat of armor around ourselves to protect ourselves from these influences. What's the one thing that we do when that we think is going to help us and make us feel better about liking our bodies? We go on a diet, right? And we try to lose weight. But going on a diet and losing weight is not going to help you because you haven't worked on creating this shield of armor or this coat of armor around you. You need to do the work to protect yourself first. Sure, go on a diet later, but first develop this coat of armor. You need to increase your self-worth. You need to create a positive body image. You need to work on developing better and healthier coping mechanisms for stress and how to manage your stress. This is so important. You need to know your triggers and how you need to know how to manage your triggers and what to do when you are triggered. I remembered I, I worked with a chief student. I actually told them, I was like, look, I struggle with this and I need to make sure that I'm getting the food conducive to a healthier me, right? Like the food that was coming out of the galley wasn't really conducive to me feeling good within my body. And this was a conversation that I had to have because it was a really big trigger for me and I didn't feel very good. I didn't feel very good. So then I was, it was kind of a cycle of me then going back to the snacks cupboard and perpetuating the cycle of eating all the snacks and not feeling good. The food was not good. So I wasn't feeling good. It was just a negative cycle, but this is all some pretty complex stuff. And I have it broken down for you in an online eight-week course, and this is what I do with my clients. We develop this coat of armor. We work on finding food freedom, which is so incredibly liberating. I teach you everything you need to know about first how to repair your relationship with food, and then if you're ready, we tackle fat loss. Relationship with food first, fat loss second. This is your motto to live by, not fat loss first. You cannot tackle fat loss first because chances are you have an unhealthy relationship with food and I totally get it. I understand. Another reason why we all want to be skinny and lose weight is that we think changing our bodies is going to solve our problems and give us more validation or attention or we will feel more successful or be more accepted or sought after by the opposite sex. And this isn't to say that weight loss, specifically fat loss, doesn't help you feel 
more confident or empowered or more sexy in the in your body it absolutely does what i'm talking about here is un is an unhealthy level of obsession or fixation we might have on a smaller body or trying to achieve this smaller body for the wrong reasons such as increasing success or being more attractive to the opposite sex or maybe if I looked better naked, my boyfriend might love me more or give me more attention. Well, no, your boyfriend doesn't give you enough attention because he's an immature a-hole and he doesn't deserve you. It has nothing to do with your body. And I say this to my clients all the time. It's okay to have body goals and want to look better and want to feel better, better in your body. But what's not okay is when we look in the mirror and we're so super unhappy with what we see and we're like, I just wish I was skinnier or I just want to lose 10 pounds. And we then partake in seriously unhealthy behaviors to get us to where we want to be in our bodies. What's not okay is the level of obsession that we can have about losing weight and being skinnier and placing so much of our self-worth and our self-value on our bodies. What's not okay is eating konjac noodles and not regular noodles. What's not okay is drinking black coffee and pretending that you like it better rather than adding some milk, which tastes way better. What's not okay is restricting your food intake all week and then completely binging on the weekend and waking up on a Monday feeling like trash. What's not okay is being gluten-free, but you're not celiac because you think bread makes you fat. So how is it possible that myself and the people I work with lose weight without dieting or obsessing over food. It's because they start learning how to eat. They understand the importance of supporting their metabolism. When you're chronically trying to eat as little as possible, your metabolism actually adapts or what we call down-regulates and you, and you put yourself in a very hard place because this is your body's new normal and you have to continue to eat very little in order to maintain this weight, right? But who wants to live life avoiding food all the time? Definitely not me. I freaking love food. My clients love food. That's the thing. Like you want to eat. Food tastes amazing. A lot of us are foodies, but we're trying to avoid eating and we feel bad for eating. My clients that I work with are actually eating more and seeing the results that they have always wanted to see. Crazy, right? But it's not crazy, it's actually science. I'm just following science that I learned from my Bachelor of Science in Human Nutrition. The truth is our obsession with being skinny stems from a deep desire for acceptance and validation. We mistakenly believe that if we achieve a certain weight or body type, we'll finally be worthy of love and happiness. But in reality, true fulfillment comes from nurturing a positive relationship with our bodies and prioritizing our overall well-being. True happiness comes from developing strong relationships, and this includes our relationship with ourselves, knowing ourselves inside and out, knowing what works for you, knowing what doesn't. An example of this is for myself is that I know I cannot restrict or cut out any foods from my diet or else I end up binge eating, completely binge eating. And I know this because I tell you, I have tried. I've been vegetarian, I've been vegan, I've been gluten-free, I've been sugar-free, I've done clean eating, I've tried to eat nothing packaged, I've tried it all and nothing worked. 
I still didn't like my body and I didn't feel in control around food, right? A lot of these diets or these restrictions we put on ourselves are to try to make us feel more in control around food. And now I don't restrict my diet in the slightest and I'm more in control around food than I have ever been. Going back to what I said before about true happiness. So true happiness isn't goals or aspirations. True happiness is being truly present and appreciating what we have, who we have and who we are. So how can we break free from obsessing about being skinny, losing weight and shrinking our bodies and cultivate a healthier mindset? Here are a few strategies that I recommend. So number one, I think it's, yeah, I have three, three strategies. Practice self-compassion. Treat yourself with kindness and understanding just as you would a close friend. So this is really important because we're not often taught to love ourselves, but we we're taught to be kind and caring and compassionate to others. So as you would treat maybe your best friend, try to embrace yourself this way. Embrace your body as it is right now and focus on the incredible things that it can do. And I can honestly tell you that I could look in the mirror at myself right now and give you a whole list of the things that I don't like about myself. But what's the point? Why would I do that? I'm focusing on the negative. Instead, I make the choice to be more compassionate towards myself. I choose to try to find things that I do like about myself. Like, I love my shoulders, my strong shoulders. I love the green color of my eyes. I love my nose. Little things like that that aren't, that don't change. You know, these are fixed objects. My shoulders aren't gonna all of a sudden get bigger or get smaller, right? It's a fixed object that I really like about myself. And then you can also think about your personality and your personality characteristics. I love how supportive I am of others and I love how much I want others to succeed, how much I wanna share this finding food freedom that I'm so passionate about. I wanna give this to others, right? I want the people who are struggling with their relationship and food and their bodies, I want them to be in the place that I am now. Number two, shift the focus to health. So instead of fixating on a specific number on the scale, which this number literally does not mean anything and should not impact your self-worth and your levels of happiness, but I know it totally does. I want you to shift your focus on nourishing your body with nutrient-dense foods and engaging in physical activities that you actually enjoy and that make you feel good. So maybe you're killing yourself in the gym right now going to five high-intensity classes a week. Maybe just do two high-intensity classes a week and maybe you love walking. So walk for an hour and listen to a great podcast or listen to some awesome music, go for a walk, do something that you actually enjoy that makes you feel good, rather than punishing yourself with something that you don't like, you know, what's the point? Tip number three, surround yourself with positive influences. So do a social media call. I had to unfollow so many Fitspo accounts and some actually awesome fashion accounts that I found myself looking at their bodies. Like I'd look at this one chick's outfit and be like, oh, I really like her outfit, but no, I found myself comparing my body to her body because she was stick thin and of course everything looked good on her. <laughs> or I'd buy that shirt that looked awesome on her and then it didn't look so great on me, you know, because my body was different. So unfollow social media accounts that make you feel less adequate. Follow accounts that are more body positive and promote self-love and self-acceptance. Remember guys that your body is not 
your soul measure of your worth. You are so much more than your physical appearance. The journey to a lean and healthy lifestyle should first be about self-care, self-love, and overall well-being. And if you don't have those yet, we're developing self-care, self-love, and well-being. It's not just an unhealthy and hyperfixation on being skinny, losing weight, and shrinking your body. So that's not what a lean and healthy lifestyle is. We're not fixating on being skinny or losing weight or shrinking our bodies, right? But I understand if you do want to lose body fat, but first, relationship with food, fat loss second. This is literally what I do. I created an online course called Finding Food Freedom that teaches you confidence, positive body image, how to manage your triggers, how to stop binge eating, how to develop healthier coping mechanisms for stress. I teach you how to unlearn everything you've picked up from bullshit diet culture over the years. And then I teach you the science behind fat loss. Because eating for health and eating for weight loss are completely different than eating for fat loss. If this is something that you need in your life, you can apply for my online course through the link in the show notes or find me on Instagram at la.method. I would love to help you find food freedom and fat loss forever. 